Are you ready to get a crash course on using credit card points to travel? Alex and Pam from Travel Hacking Mom are joining me today to share their top tips for beginners to get the most out of their credit card points. And we're going to be diving into what these credit card points really are, how to use them, tips to make sure that you don't mess up your credit score, how to find the best card for you and your family, and so much more is going to go into today's episode. Alex and Pam are a mother-daughter duo who love to travel. Pam is a retired RN, mother of five and grandmother of 20. And Alex is a past history teacher, now stay-at-home mom of four cute boys. And she takes them and her husband on family trips using points and miles and gets away on amazing trips. And together, Alex and Pam have spent the last few years mastering how to travel for nearly free using credit card points. Now they want to share that with every with everyone. They want to share what they've learned so that you too can be off on your own adventures. So if all of this sounds good to you, make sure you stay tuned for today's episode. Do you want to know how to start traveling with your children, even if they're young? Do you want the inside scoop of what to do and what not to do from seasoned travelers that have been in your shoes and know exactly what you're going through right now? Stay tuned for the Exploring Family Travel Podcast where I, Jocelyn Diaz, am going to be diving into everything you need to know to begin traveling with your little ones and actually enjoy it. Stay tuned. Hello, Alex and Pam. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Exploring Family Travels podcast. I'm so excited to kind of get our feet wet with credit card points and everything we need to know as beginners. So I'm glad that I found you guys, which you are seasoned pros. And just thank you so much for taking time out of your your busy days to be with me today. We're happy to be here. Thanks for inviting us. Yes, I'm so excited. So before we jump into the whole credit card points, which I'm super excited about, I would like to get to know you guys a little bit better. And one thing I love to ask is what is something about each of you that most people don't know about? Kind of give us like something that makes us feel like, oh, we know Alex and Pam just a little bit more than someone else does. <laughs> you want to go first, Alex? I was gonna. I, I was gonna say you could go first. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go first. So my name is Pam Orge, and I am a retired nurse, and a, I used to be an extreme couponer. And so I used to get lots of free toothpaste and shampoos and all that kinds of stuff. I am the mom of five uh, children and 21 grandchildren. We joke that because I used to do the extreme couponing before we found out about um, points and miles, that I've traded free toothpaste and free shampoo into free vacations. And <laughs> it's it's like couponing on steroids and definitely <laughs> made a better trade. Oh, that's so cool. That's so interesting. I've tried to start, you know, in the past, like couponing just to try and save. And man, that's a, it takes a lot of work. I'll give it to you, Pam, because that's not something people just mm-hmm. think, oh, it's so simple to do. And honestly, there's like a method to actually saving using couponing. So that's, that's cool. And that's fun. What about you, um, Alex? Yeah, so I'm Alex, and I am a mom of four boys. And I am my mom, Pam's youngest of five. So I have an older brother and three older sisters. 
And something about me, well, I never got into the couponing stuff. And I remember my mom would always say, oh, you've got to do this. And I like looked into it or I would do like it on, tried it a couple of times. I'm like, this is too complicated. So <laughs> I think travel hacking and credit card points and miles is a lot easier <laughs> and the reward is so much greater. So then I guess the other thing about me is I kind of have a one track mind. In fact, my husband sometimes calls me OTM. Because when I get stuck on something, I just can't stop thinking about that thing. Like I have to get that thing done, whether it's like booking a flight or planning a vacation or really anything. I, and I get that from my mom for sure. So I actually started calling her that sometimes. I'm like, Hey, I know where I got this from. This is from (laughs) you. But surprisingly, even though I'm like that in certain ways, I'm most people would say I'm a really easygoing person though, too. And I'm not like, not like a perfectionist or, or anything like that either. So it's kind of an interesting combination. Oh, I think, I think then that kind of balances you out. Cause you know, you, yeah. you like to make sure you get stuff done, but at the same time, you don't kind of stress out over like every single part of the process. Cause you're a little bit more laid back. Cause that makes that sound yeah. great. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. I can see how the whole mother daughter duel works out. You know, she kind of got you into the whole, you know, saving side and like finding different ways to to save. And you kind of just made it your own by using the points. And now you guys are doing this part together. So I think that's I think that's really interesting. How did you guys come about, you know, doing this together, using the credit card points to travel? Yeah. How did it all begin? So I actually had a friend in college that was doing this and I, I knew there's no way they can afford to travel like they're traveling as her and her husband as young married college students, but it seemed kind of confusing. I didn't really understand what they were doing. I knew it had something to do with credit card points, but that was, that was about it. Um, and then if fast forward a few years after that, I saw an Instagram account where they were teaching people how to do this. And I realized, Oh, that's what my, my friend in college Mm -hmm. was doing, was doing this. And I was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out this is amazing. I really wanted to travel and didn't really feel like it was something financially that we could do or do to the scale I wanted to do. I didn't want to just go on road trips. I wanted to go to Hawaii and go to Europe. And at the time I had three kids. And so I didn't really feel like that was a possibility at the stage of life we were at. And so I thought, okay, if I do this, then I can do all of those trips that I like make all those trips happen. So I got really into it, like I said, OTM, and (laughs) really went down the rabbit hole on Reddit and online and just learned and learned as much as I could in a short period of time. Got my first few cards. And and during all of this, I called my mom and I said, mom, you are going to love this because she was already traveling a ton. I said, you're going to love this. This is like your couponing stuff, but so much better. (laughs) And so she was all in right when I told her about it. She was like, oh, let's do this. So then I had friends asking me, how did you do this? Where should I, where should I start? And the the people that I had learned from had actually quit doing their blog and their Instagram account. And I couldn't find something that was very beginner friendly. Everything was more like men talking about this and um, at a very large scale. And I didn't, I just wanted to be able to show, teach them how I had learned. And so I decided, okay, if I can't find something out there that I really love, I'll just start doing it. 
And I did it by myself for a little bit. It was really hard <laughs> and a lot of work. And I said, you know what? My mom travels a ton. I'm going to see if she wants to do this with me. And she was all in and it's been awesome ever since. Oh, that sounds amazing. Being able to, you know, kind of bring in someone that had experience in a different part of it to kind of balance off that that workload. And I think everyone can relate to that. And it's why a lot of people don't get into the whole credit card points, the benefit of them, because it just seems like a huge animal to take on. And it's never been the easiest thing to understand, which is why I was super intrigued when I found you guys, because I felt like that's like you mentioned, you were kind of that's what you guys are kind of all about, you know, trying to make it easy for people to understand how to benefit from using these points. So could could you guys kind of just break down what exactly is traveling using credit card points? What is that? Um, well, travel, we call it travel hacking or just using um, credit card points and miles. It's all about um, accepting an offer that the banks give you to try out a credit card. The card issuers or the banks really want us to use their credit cards. They're hoping that we're going to be irresponsible. We're going to buy all kinds of stuff and we're going to end up paying them a lot of interest. And so they give us these great offers. Uh, a typical offer would be if you sign up for my card, um, I'm going to give you 50, 60,000 points, maybe even 100,000 points that you can then use for free travel. But the thing that you have to do is that you have to pay maybe uh, three put three thousand to five thousand dollars worth of purchases on this card within three months. So that's called your minimum spend. Once you've completed that minimum spend and the time allotted, the three months, then we will give you those points. And what they hope is that we're not responsible, but we're travel hackers and we teach the people that we work with to be really responsible, to pay all their credit card um, bills off in full and on time every month so that the banks don't get any interest. If they're getting interest, then travel isn't free. The other thing that people think, they think that we take and we get that one card and we put everything on and we just keep spending on that card and that's how we get our miles. We really don't. We are getting one card we're getting the bonus for that. And then we're looking for another card because it's not through the daily spend that you keep racking up the points. It's through the bonus offers. Mm. The other thing is that we're not going out there and buying Gucci handbags and, you know, buying all kinds of things and getting ourselves in debt for things we don't normally use. What we're doing is we're switching over our currencies for our normal everyday spend. So normally in the past, I used cash, a check, a debit card for everything. Like when I bought my groceries, when I filled up my car with gas, if I had car maintenance for my cable, for my phone bills. Well, we just switch over how we pay for normal everyday expenses. And instead, we're paying those things off with a credit card. So when I'm trying to meet minimum spend on a card, that's the card that I'm using for all of those expenses. I would say that my normal expenses for just those normal day, every day expenses like gross, like groceries and gas and utilities and gifts and eating out, that is easily for, I can easily put $1,500 a month on, um, you know, paying for those things. So I'm just paying for them for a credit card, with a credit card. Once I meet my minimum spend, I get that bonus. I can then start looking at, um, booking travel. 
But once I've done that, I'm looking for that next card. What's the next card that I can get that big sign up bonus? And that basically is how we um, use credit cards and points to travel for free or nearly free. Wow. So you definitely touched on a lot of um, great points. And one of them, um, I think it's extremely smart that you mentioned is, you know, don't just use a credit card continuously because the bonus points is, is really where you kind of benefit the most. So I would like to know, is there a certain amount of cards that you should, you know, not pass? You, you, you always hear like, you know, you're going to hurt your credit if you get too many cards. Like, is there a certain amount of cards that you should make sure you kind of cap at and you don't get too many at once? Does that make a difference? Um, yeah. And that's a good question. I think a lot of people really worry about their credit score, which totally makes sense. Like that's an important thing, but there's a lot of misconceptions out there that, oh, if you're applying for credit cards, I can't tell you how many times we both get told this, that your credit score has got to be just destroyed. If this is what you're doing, if you're opening so many cards and the reality is we both have scores over 800 and so do our, our husband's. And a lot of that is the biggest thing with your credit score is just paying off your cards each month. Um, and we don't make payments on our cards. Uh, but if you did, you'd never want to miss those. But if you're doing this, you got to not be making payments. You got to pay off your card each, each month fully. Um, the other thing that's the biggest part of your credit score is your credit utilization. And that's the amount of your available credit that you're using. So for us as travel hackers, we have a lot of credit cards and that we have a lot of available credit. So we're just using a very small percentage of that versus somebody who maybe has one or two cards and they use those same cards for everything. They're going to be using a higher percentage of their credit. And so that actually helps our score a lot. Um, and that's probably the biggest thing is it can actually be a benefit. So for my mom and I, we our credit scores have actually gone up since we started doing this. And oh, Jocelyn, we have a lot of credit cards. Um, between my husband and myself, we probably, we started this probably about three years ago and we were beginners, just like the people we teach. I probably have upwards of 30 credit cards between my husband and myself with really good credit scores. Um, I don't use all of these cards. Um, some of them um, I just keep in a sock drawer and don't Mm -hmm. use um, occasionally decide to the cards not worth the benefits not worth paying the annual fee and I'll cancel it or downgrade it to a no annual fee card but we have a lot of credit cards um, I'd say on the average I'm applying for a new credit card uh, five to six times a year maybe sometimes even more uh, and I don't worry about running out of credit cards there are some cards that you can uh, cancel. And then in a couple years, you can reapply for them. And there are just a ton of cards out there. There's, I haven't even touched uh, the surface. I have a lot more cards that I can apply for. And right now I have um, 4 million points and I've probably used one and a half million points. So it's, there's, there's just, a, a people don't need to worry about that. And they don't need to worry about their credit card scores as long as they're really responsible um, users of credit cards. Thank you for sharing that. Cause that is one thing, like how many cards is, you know, enough. So hearing the quantity that you have just kind of helps understand, like it's okay. As long as you mentioned you're responsible, you get, you're paying off your full amount um, every month. And that's how you make sure you don't hurt your credit score. What about 
does it hurt you if you don't use the card for a long time? Does that make a difference? Um, it's not going to hurt your credit score. If you don't use the card for a, a, a very long time, the credit card issuer may close your account for inactivity. So we recommend getting that card out maybe every six months to a year. I'm not very good at doing that. Um, and I haven't had a card canceled yet, but I do have a reminder in my phone that goes off every six months to use your credit cards that you don't normally <laughs> use. Sometimes I ignore it, but I need it when I, I need to get them out and go do that. But what was nice is the one time that I did get a letter in the mail saying, if you don't use this credit card by this state, we're going to close your account. So they gave me the reminder. So then I um, was able to go and use that card because I wanted it to keep it open. Okay. Okay. That's, that's definitely good to know. Just maybe yeah. set an alarm so that you're checking in on it every so often. And yeah. there's one thing I know, Alex, you tell them about pop-up jail in America. Yeah. So American Express, um, and you'll, you'll see this kind of stuff with different credit card issuers, but American Express, if you're not using their credit cards and for myself, I only, I have two and I don't really use them. They're both Marriott cards. And I keep them because the annual fee that I pay on the card, um, I, with paying that annual fee, I get a, a free hotel night each year. And I'm able to reuse that free night at a hotel that costs more than that $95 annual fee. And so for me, it's worth keeping that card and paying that annual fee. But I don't use that card on my everyday purchases when I'm not meeting a minimum spend because I have other cards that will earn me points or certain types of points that I want. And so I haven't been very good at using those cards. And so lately when I've tried to go and apply for a new American Express card, a pop-up will come up that says, you can continue with your application. We haven't run your credit yet, but if you're approved, you're not gonna be eligible for the sign-up bonus because of one of these many options. And I've learned that the reason that I, that they send that pop-up for me is because I'm not using the cards that I already have frequently enough. So if I, and it's, it's easy to, so they call it pop-up jail is what the travel <laughs> hacking community calls it. But to get out of that pop-up jail, um, you, I would just need to start using those cards more regularly. And then I will be able to get the, some more American Express cards. So I'm not too worried about it. But then there are other issuers. Like I recently tried to, just yesterday, in fact, tried to apply for a city credit card, the city premier, which has a really good bonus right now. But I wasn't approved for it, even though my credit score is like probably 815 because they said I have too many credit cards that I'm not using enough. And so that, will, I, that was a surprise to me. So you will maybe run into situations like that where if you have a lot of credit cards and you're not using them, some of the banks, they're trying to weed out people like us <laughs> that are just <laughs> signing up for their credit cards for the bonus. But then I have other, I have a really good relationship with like Chase Bank and I have bank accounts with them. And so I think if you have a bank account, you know, like your checking or a savings account or um, multi other cards with a current, with a certain bank, it's going to be easier for you to um, get approved for those cards. So I've never had issues with them. Okay. No, but that's good to know. Then pop yeah. up jail is the first time I've ever heard of it. So that, yeah. That's good to kind of start getting familiar with, with certain things. So, so where would you guys recommend for a newbie to begin if this sounds like something like hey i want to get points i want to start you know traveling for free and and get diving into this world where should a beginner begin i think a beginner should 
I think a beginner should start with figuring out where they want to go and then figuring out what cards will get them for that trip. That way they're earning the points that will best um, suit the destination that they want to take. For example, if someone wanted to go to Hawaii and they got an IHG card, there's only, I think there's just one hotel in Hawaii and it's not a very nice hotel. Um, I think it's going to be a Holiday Inn or Holiday Inn Express. And so you're kind of stuck if you, if you get your points and then say, oh, and now I'm going to go here. Your points might not work for that destination, or maybe they're not going to work in the most efficient way. You might spend more points. And so we recommend for beginners to figure out where you want to go and then kind of work backwards. And then you'll be able to utilize the points more efficiently and get more bang for your buck. That being said, there's definitely times where you're like, I don't know where I want to go yet, but I just want to start earning points. And so if that's the case, we recommend people start with a transferable point card. So what that means is there's credit cards out there like the Chase Sapphire Preferred, the American Express Gold Card, the City Premier, and those points can be transferred to airline or hotel partners um, that have partnered with that specific bank. So for example, if I got an American Express gold card, I can transfer those points to Delta Airlines or British Airways, or, or there's a bunch of different transfer partners. There's 16 airlines actually you can transfer your points to with them. I believe it's 16, maybe. I, I could be mixing that up. Maybe that's the city premiere. But basically there's a lot of, it, it just makes it so you have so many ways to use your points. So you're not just tied to, okay, I got a Delta card and all I can do is fly Delta, but there's no flights to where I want to go or they're super expensive and I don't have enough points. If you have transferable points, you have a lot more flexibility in how you book your trip. So we recommend people start there. That makes a lot of sense. And where can you, where do you find these cards? Because it makes sense if you don't know where you want to go, you know, trans, use transferable cards, but how do you find them? We love it if people use our links. Our blog is uh, www.travelhackingmom.com. And we have a section called Best Cards. And people can look through there and get direct links. We really appreciate it when people do that. We also keep people um, updated on what the best card, what the best bonuses are on that blog and also through Instagram and Facebook. So if they follow us on there, we always let people know. We also have a little credit card consultation, a little pink button on our blog that people can press and send us an email that just saying, hey, I'm just getting started. What's the best card? What should I do? Right now, we are um, encouraging people to get the Chase Sapphire Preferred card just because it has a huge bonus, the highest ever bonus that they've ever given. And that's 100,000 um, points, um, ultimate rewards that will really just, you know, help someone immensely in booking uh, flights or staying at hotels because their transfer partners are really good. It's like United and Southwest and Hyatt and Marriott, really good travel uh, transfer partners. We also have a post on our blog that says what you can do with 100,000 um, ultimate rewards that you get from that card to give people some ideas and to get their juices really going on what they could, how they could use that bonus. But that's, that's a huge card that we, um, that we don't know when that bonus is going to go away. It's been there for a while. So we really encourage people to, to get that one right away because it's really, a, it's, it's such a high offer. 
Okay, then thank you for sharing that you guys, you know, have these different resources for everyone to use. Um, Because I think it's really important to be able to maybe kind of have a one stop shop where you can kind of get your answers um, for everything. And it sounds like you guys have definitely been working on that for a while. And and you know, people are looking for it. So you've tried to make it (laughs) easy for them to find it. So thank you guys. Um, And what how does it work as far as the how did the points convert into dollars or how does that part work for when you're trying to redeem the points? So it depends on the card specifically because they all have different valuations. But that card my mom just talked about, the Chase Sapphire Preferred, it has a, the bonus currently of 100,000 points. So I don't know what it'll be when this airs. So people will want, definitely want to check that. But at 100,000 points, that bonus at the minimum is worth $1,250. But you can get much more value out of that those points if you transfer them to airline partners or or to a hotel partner like Hyatt. Um, so for example, you can get a business class flight on United Airlines for 70,000 points usually. And that flight might cost $4,000 or $5,000. So you're getting a lot more than that $1,200 that they say is the minimum redemption level. So there's, it's kind of hard to tell. It just really depends on how people use their points, but you can really get a lot of value um, out of them if you're using them for sometimes some of those more expensive uh, travel experiences. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. So then if every card kind of has um, their own breakdown of it, then would it kind of be best to to better understand it? Like depending on the card, just kind of do your research on it. Yeah, exactly. So you can, you can even Google like, what is a Marriott point worth? And there's people out there who have figured the value, like the average value. Mm-hmm. So for example, at the top of my head, um, I know a Hilton point is worth half a cent. Each Hilton point is about worth roughly half of a cent, which is not a very good valuation. Um, so there are certain Hiltons where you can maybe get a lot more value than that, but you want to aim for getting about half a cent out of each. Whereas the, the Chase Sapphire preferred on the lowest level, each point is worth one and a quarter cent. Okay. So that's a lot more value. So yeah, it's one of those things that is maybe a little more advanced sometimes, but the information is readily available on the internet to just Google how much is this point worth? And then you can kind of figure that out. That's awesome. You guys have shared amazing tips and this is just I can tell it's the tip of the iceberg, uh, but it's super exciting to kind of hear the opportunity. So before we wrap up, I would love to know what would be your number one tip about using credit card points with, what would you share with like, you know, someone just starting out and you, you they need to hear this? Yeah, I just say that this is something that anybody can do, whether you want to go on crazy um uh, experiences like Europe, or if you want to do staycations, if you just want to say, if you have a large family, you're just looking to save a little bit of money. The money is there. We have to spend money to live. We have to spend money on groceries. We have to spend money on um, gas, on everything. You know, we might as well get rewarded for it. It just, you know, as long as you got to pay for these expenses, 
rack up some travel points, rack up some miles, rack up some points and be able to save on your travel, save money on some of the things that you think are really fun to do. And we do have a beginning course that is available that people can purchase. We also have so much free information on our blog and we really love to help beginners. So people can just, you know, DM us, email us for questions on how to get started. We are happy to help people because we were once beginners and we have learned how to take hundreds of thousands worth of vacations that have been amazing and we would love to help other people do the same i love it that's yeah. awesome alex yeah i was about to ask alex did you have another tip yeah so i mean i love what my mom shared that something we really say a lot is like you got to spend money anyway you might as well be rewarded for it and that it's <laughs> and then it's for everybody like i'll have people say oh well we don't really travel i'm like well but I, but then I know them and they're maybe staying in hotels a few times a year, maybe for their kids dance competition or sports tournaments. And so you don't have to be a huge traveler to kind of take advantage and get some of these things for free. Um, but my one piece of advice would be just to make sure that you're paying off your credit cards each month or your travel's not free. And it just defeats the whole purpose of, of doing any of this. If you, if you can't pay off your cards each month, then then don't don't get involved that, that Wait that's, you can. I, that's a great tip because i feel like you know it's very easy to get wrapped up in like oh wait i have money quote unquote but if you're not paying it off then that's how you start to get into debt so yeah it could be and a downward spiral exactly and this is the credit card companies have structured these deals this way to make you feel like you're getting such a great deal and you are if you pay off your cards each month but they're banking that you're not going to. So you just want to prove those, prove those guys wrong <laughs> and take advantage of all the good stuff they're willing to give you. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys, Alex and Pam. You've been absolutely amazing joining me today, taking time out of your busy schedules and sharing all of these amazing tips. You guys have been awesome. Oh, we're so glad we were able to come. It's been fun. Yes, thank you, thank you. And before I let you go, I know Pam, you mentioned the blog. Is your Instagram handle the same travel hacking mom so that everyone listening can can kind of get, you know, continue following you guys on this journey? Yes, it is. It's the same. Perfect. All right, you guys. So I will have everything linked in the show notes and you guys can check it all out there. Once again, Alex and Pam, thank you for joining me. And to everyone listening, remember, great memories are just waiting to be created. See you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If so, please leave us a review of your favorite part. And if you want to help other parents get some ideas and get some brownie points while you're at it, you can also share your number one go-to spot to travel with your kids. Remember guys, great memories are just waiting to be created. See you on our next episode.